0: There's always something hot happening in South Florida. Talk now with Brian Mudd on News Radio 610 WIOD. It is 1050 on this Wednesday. Cool and damp, but we always have Natalie Rodriguez with a trending story to cheer us up. Something like that.
1: Something like that, definitely. There is a lot of buzz about a new restaurant that is set to open. Uh, outside of Brickell, like in a couple of weeks, actually, it's called Cafe Havana, and uh, some residents here are not too happy about it, especially with this restaurant's backstory. Allegedly, was inspired by a Mexico City hangout where Fidel Castro and Che Guevara plotted the Cuban Revolution. Of course, no, no shock here. Neighbors think it's a slap in the face to Cubans, and uh, some other folks think that it's really unfortunate that the owners do not put a little bit of more thought. Into the sensitivity, uh, especially of placing a restaurant such as, you know, here in South Florida.
0: Wonder how much of this is trying to be provocative. Mm. I don't know, but I wonder. She'll wonder. Yeah, I mean, marketing is a thing, right? And fact, some people spend six and a half million dollars on thirty seconds of it.
1: Bad publicity is still good publicity for some people,
0: <laughs> and in a lot of pe- a lot of cases, that is right. And uh that six and a half million I'm referring to the average run rate for your Super Bowl ad for uh this year's Super Bowl coming up Sunday. You always get these questions about whether it's worth it. So what about it? Is that six and a half mil still worth it? Joining us to talk about this, the chief strategy officer from Johnson in second, Emily Florio. Emily, what say you? Is that six and a half mil worth it?
1: Well, it's still the most eyeballs in one place at one time. So, unfortunately, they still get paid for it.
0: (laughs) You know, such a big component of this, I mean, for the better part of of a couple decades now, has been the online component, too. What's the overall value Uh component of the the digital engagement with these things as opposed to it airing live during the game?
1: Well, I think you've already seen. You know, we've already had, what, a couple of weeks worth of run-up. There will be a couple of weeks of run down after the show so it's not just for that 30 seconds in the show it's you know a good month long engagement for these brands for conversation and people that are looking to hear what they're going to say
0: yeah i mean emily it's like anything in life i suppose i mean you get people that that really hit the nail on the head and you have others that are amiss um have you been able to identify some real misses versus some that have have really done a, a great job and what the overall impact can be between uh, you know, you know the the quality of the ads and and how they reach their audience.
1: Oh gosh, sure. I mean, you don't have to think far into your into your brain to think of some real messes. And I think, of course, the first objective is to entertain, right? We always want to have a smile or have an emotional connection. But the best ads are the ones that really help you understand what that brand's purpose is. It helps you understand the values that are important to them, and it connects you. Hopefully, if they're doing their job well, to the values that are important for you.
0: That's an interesting point. That it it, mostly with these Super Bowl ads, it's become such a cultural thing that it's as much about a a mission as it is uh, about a product or a service. For example, is there net benefit? Is there net benefit to leaning on that end of it anymore, as opposed to saying, "Hey, I got the best widget at the best price"?
1: Well, the best widget at the best price leads to a transactional relationship, and that happens once, maybe you know, if you really use it a lot, 12 times a year, where you really get impact is when you connect at a values at a purpose driven level. Um, you know, a recent global study said four to six con- consumers are four to six times more likely to purchase and protect purpose driven companies. So if I know what's important to you as a company, and it's important to me, I'm going to advocate for you. And that's where the money comes. If I'm not only buying your product, And I'm telling
0: my friends to buy your product. Emily, one thing I've wondered along these lines, we know that a lot of companies have engaged in pretty political messaging uh, Mm -hmm. in recent years in particular. And Mm -hmm. it seems like for the most part, you get some that, you know, really identify their core demographic and are willing to super serve what they think the message is there perhaps even at the expense of others outside that core demographic that might be offended by their overall messaging. Is there a point where that can go too far? Or by and large, the companies who are, are hitting on that, are they doing it the right way?
1: Research and an understanding that, that audience. So I think they think the risk is worth it.
0: Are there any examples that come to mind of companies that have really missed it that way? Oh,
1: gosh, yeah. Do you remember that Just Feet commercial with the Kenyan runner? probably oh. about 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, I mean, talk about just missing the eight ball entirely. In fact, I've often wondered, because I've sat in that room, I know how many people it takes to approve a Super Bowl spot, and I tell you, that was a lot of people
0: that missed the mark. On that note, um, how long does it, you know, we, we think about these ads and a lot of effort and, and certainly money going into it, how long does it take to get through this process, to get one of these ads on the air?
1: <laughs> well, Brian, I've been on the short end of that stick, and it can take just a few weeks if if you are moving quickly to stay really relevant, but most companies are investing at least three to six months of planning. Wow. um, Concepting
0: production time in this. Incredible. Incredible. I guess that's what keeps you busy.
1: (laughs) It is. It keeps us paid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good stuff. Emily, appreciate the time, the info.
1: Thank you. It was nice talking to you.
0: Yeah. Likewise. That is Emily Florio, chief strategy officer for Johnson in second. And on the other side, Take a look at what's going on with rents. I mean, we know they are skyrocketing, but we're also going to dive into the so-called don't say gay bill and what really is in it. I'm going to break it down for you so you hear the truth, and you can make your own judgments on it. But man, does the reality seem to be a lot different than the way it's being portrayed in news. I got that coming up for you next year. The Brian Mudd Show, Radio 610 WIOD.